the Donald Trump indictment. Mr. Reagan. Donald Trump has been indicted on federal charges and faces, I read in the New York Post, 400 years in prison. This is, of course, for storing work documents at home. Not only is this a baseless and absurd accusation, but it's the manifestation of a totally corrupt presidential administration and a third world style attack on our election process by the Democrat Party. This is by far the most egregious example of election interference and the most blatant and insidious attack on the Constitution in the history of the United States of America. And it is particularly infuriating because these corrupt DC Democrats are targeting one of the best presidents in history and probably the only man who can drag America out of its death spiral. And yet, the American people don't seem to be that outraged. Upon the news of Trump's indictment, even Republicans seem to just shrug. Our response has been almost complacent. And although from the outside this might seem surprising, it actually makes a bit of sense. We've really just been waiting for the Democrats to go full 1984, and here we are. The problem with warning about authoritarianism for the past six years is that when it inevitably arrives, we've used up all the extreme language. People have become numb to it. And so although we are all outraged, certainly, we don't scream and shout and yell and protest in the streets. We don't charge D.C. and take back our government by force, although in many other countries, such corruption would indeed be met with such measures. No, after years of phony accusations about Russian collusion after two fraudulent impeachments, after a completely unjust verdict in civil court over a phony assault accusation, after a seemingly infinite number of false accusations, after millions of tax dollars have been spent investigating Donald Trump, checking in every closet, under every mattress, behind every wrinkle on his ball sack, we now just shrug and we say, here we go again. We are exasperated. Now the word exasperated simply means to be extremely annoyed. but. I like it in this particular case because it kind of sounds similar to the word exhausted. And we Republicans are honestly pretty dang exhausted with all these relentless, baseless attacks on Donald Trump. We are outraged, but also exhausted. So I think exasperated just feels like the right word. But we cannot afford to be exhausted. We need to simply be outraged and we need to fight. Yeah, it's true, we're used to Democrat corruption, but this is different. Sure, Nancy Pelosi used her office for 36 years, not to improve the quality of life of everyday Americans, but rather to enrich herself personally. Indeed, Hillary Clinton destroyed thousands of federal documents, including many that were classified in order to hide her other crimes, and then perpetrated an election fraud that leveraged the full power of the FBI and the American news media in order to trick the American people into believing that her political opponent, Donald Trump, was colluding with Russians to steal the 2016 election, amounting to the most severe case of election interference in American history, and leading the FBI to on a sitting president while in office, along with a myriad of other instances of corruption. And yes, Joe Biden took bribes from Ukraine and Romania and China in order to craft American policy in favor of foreign interests instead of American interests, all just to get rich. An act that, as far as I'm concerned, is treasonous. But charging Donald Trump with crimes that would prohibit him from becoming president again and worse, go to prison for the rest of his life, all to protect the corrupt swamp scum in Washington, D.C. This is not just 
run-of-the-mill political corruption. This is a full-on legal takeover of the federal government by Democrats. This is the sort of thing that gets corrupt politicians hanged. Of all the reactions to the Trump indictment that I've seen, there is one, one that I would call correct. In his reaction to this indictment, this man expressed the appropriate amount of outrage, which is, to be clear, the most outrage that one could possibly express. This reaction was from Mark Levin. Now, I'm going to play that remarkable clip in one moment. First, of course, I have to sell you something. Reign in wealth like King Charles with a gold IRA from Noble Gold Investments. Just as King Charles's magnificent gold crown symbolizes wealth and power, a gold IRA can fortify your own financial kingdom. Imagine the confidence that comes from a retirement backed by a tangible proven asset, gold. An asset that's not at the mercy of unpredictable market swings. A crown may not be included, but isn't a future free of financial stress a worthy throne? Like royalty, enjoy the luxury of choice. Gold silver, platinum, or palladium, the realm is yours to command. Fend off concerns about economic downturns and let your wealth thrive with the timeless security of precious metals. This month, the first solid one-fourth ounce gold standard bullion coin ever issued with Charles III's image can be yours with your own qualifying IRA or 401k rollover of $50,000 or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Call Noble Gold at 877-646-5347 to get started today or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. President Trump is 76 years old. If the Department of Justice gets his way, he will die in federal prison. Just by one of these counts, conspiracy to obstruct justice, which has a 20-year maximum sentence. They don't want to just win elections. They want to take control of this country. They want one-party rule. Merrick Garland is a mob lawyer. Jack Reed is a rogue Soviet-style prosecutor. The Presidential Records Act is not a criminal statute, and it was never intended to be. This is a document case, a document case where a president of the United States or a former president faces 100 years in federal prison. Is this some kind of a sick joke on the American people? I don't want to hear from the legal analysts the technicalities about false statements and obstruction. This should never have been a criminal case. They're throwing all these process crimes and all these crimes that grow out of the criminal investigation against Trump. What did he do with the documents? Did he sell them to the enemy? No. That's why we have an espionage act, not to trick up a president. What did he do? Did he burn them all? No. The government has all the documents back. So there is no violation of the Presidential Records Act at this point. But they throw the book at him. They made the decision to interfere in this election. You want to talk about an insurrection? This is an insurrection. And that they criminalized a damn document case to go after Donald Trump is sickening. And I would say this to our fellow Americans. Don't be bamboozled by these cable channels and these fools who come on and tell you, well, he's not above the law. Are you kidding me? What do you mean he's not above the law? There is no law. Today, what is today's date? June 8th? June 8th is the day of insurrection, not January 6th. A weaponized U.S. attorney, a weaponized attorney general of the United States, have unleashed the full force of the United States government against a former president, the leading Republican nominee to take on the existing president. We have never seen anything like this in the United States. We saw it under Stalin. We've seen it in other 
uh, autocracies, Marxist regimes, fascist regimes, the third world, but they have taken the United States of America and they have dragged us into a hellhole. This is embarrassing, it's humiliating, and I'm going to tell you something. There are tens of millions of us. You have crossed the Rubicon twice, which has never been done, and we will never forgive you. Never, ever. And that's the bottom line. I'm done. Leftists are absurdly talking about this indictment with the utmost seriousness. They are refusing to recognize this for what it is, the political motivated persecution of an innocent man. Rather, they are discussing this as if it is a legitimate indictment, as if Trump really did something terrible. Donald Trump's conduct put the United States at grave risk. It's remarkable when you read through this indictment, this speaking indictment, how Donald Trump and his co-conspirator, his criminal associate, were desperately trying to hide boxes of classified documents. The real concern here is that we don't have a trial run its course by November uh, 2024, and people go to the polls blind as to what's going to be happening to their prospective president. So it's not just secret. It's the top of the top of the top. Some of these are way beyond um, top secret. Like I said, telling keyhole when you're talking about special access programs or SCI sensitive compartmentalized information. These really are the crown jewels of the U.S. intelligence community. Now they are using some photos of boxes of documents in a Mar-a-Lago bathroom as some kind of proof that Donald Trump's storage of these documents was irresponsible. But it's not clear if these boxes held any sensitive documents at all. These particular boxes might just have been Trump's daily itinerary for the four years that he was in office. And who knows why they were in this particular bathroom. Maybe they were there temporarily while they were being prepared to be sent back to the federal government. Who knows what the context is here and who knows what is actually in those boxes. It's bizarre to me that people are looking at the photos of these boxes in the bathroom with zero context and they're going... Trump needs to go to prison for this. The Trump derangement syndrome has escalated to such a fever pitch that it apparently turned all of radical left New York City orange the other day. Jokes aside, Donald Trump responded to this indictment and his take was totally correct. It's no coincidence they indicted me the very same day it was revealed that the FBI hid explosive evidence that Joe Biden took a $5 million illegal bribe from Ukraine. Now, this is done. I haven't read anything about it. This would have been the biggest story in history 10 years ago. Walter Cronkite would have reported it, and he was on the liberal side, to put it mildly. But he would have made this the biggest story. But we don't have Walter Cronkite anymore, do we? Walter Cronkite's the Walter Cronkite's, and the great ones are gone. Right as they're closing in on Hunter and Joe Biden, they want me to put up with this form of retribution like nobody's ever seen before, but it's okay because the public is smart. So I've been predicting this for a long time. I said that Hunter will probably be charged with some minor offense like jaywalking <laughs> so that the FBI and the DOJ can pretend that they're fair. Oh, we got Hunter. So while they're going after me under the Espionage Act, that's like the creation of missiles in your basement. 
They got him for nothing. And there's never been a more corrupt group of people in the history of our country running this country, where somebody sits on a board, gets 83000 a month, a $3 million upfront payment. Nobody's ever said anything like this. And in all fairness, was interviewed on one of the shows. But he said, uh, no, I don't know why they paid me so much. Do you have expertise, sir, in oil and gas? It's an oil and gas company. No, I really don't. Do you know anything about it? No. Then why are they paying you 83000 a month and $3 million in upfront payments? And we think it's actually more than that. But these are corrupt people. These are corrupt. He had no answer. He had no answer. The money laundering, the ignoring bribery, and the other massive crimes, they all implicate crooked Joe Biden. Trump is spot on here. What a bizarre coincidence, right? The same day that the House Republicans break the news that they have credible evidence that Joe Biden is, in fact, guilty of taking bribes from Ukraine through Burisma, something we've actually known for years. But on the same day that that news breaks, we get this absurd indictment of Donald Trump. So, yeah, obviously, they're trying to distract the public from hearing this news about Joe Biden. Now, were they planning on indicting Trump regardless of the Biden whistleblower documents breaking news? Yeah, of course. Of course they were. But they chose their moment very carefully. This timing is clearly strategic. But listen, maybe there's a silver lining here. Indicting Trump is the second to last option that they have. The last option, of course, being assassination. And this is a good sign. A completely fraudulent criminal prosecution of Donald Trump indicates total and complete desperation. They know they can't win in a fair election against Donald Trump. And cheating at the level that they need to cheat in order to win in 2024, it's going to be far too risky for them this time. And so this is their final solution. If this doesn't work, Trump will be president. And the other half of the silver lining is that honest patriots will not forgive them this time. We cannot allow this level of corruption to infect our federal government. Trump's second term should be characterized by nonstop investigations and prosecutions. And I believe that there is the political will by the few honest Republicans left in D.C. and by Donald Trump himself, and most importantly, by the American people, to conduct these prosecutions. We cannot be complacent about this. We have seen so much corruption that we are the frog in the boiling water, right? It's boiling, guys. It's boiling right now. And we're not jumping out. If we don't stop the corruption now, it's over. They win. America will be over. We must cut the cancer of corruption out of our federal government right now. We are stage four. The infection is terminal. If we don't cut the corruption out right now, America dies. Well, that's it for me. Remember, it's not that the liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they are totally corrupt authoritarians that want to take total control of this country. Good night. You know, someone very profoundly once said many years ago that if fascism ever comes to America, it'll come in the name of liberalism. Fascism is private ownership, but total government control and regulation. Well, isn't this the liberal philosophy? conservative so-called is the one that says less government get off my back get out of my pocket let me have more control of my own destiny